Welcome back to another episode of Behind the Bench with Carter Eckel. This is episode 47. I am your host, Carter E. We've got quite a bit to cover today, but before we get started, I would like to thank today's title sponsor. That is Double J Auto in Gardnerville. You can find them online at www.doublejautonv.com. Joining me as always is my producer, Jeff Mulvahill Jr., Jeff, I was uh, down in Las Vegas this weekend for BYU-Notre Dame college football, Um, and I don't mean to make this too much about myself, but Allegiant Stadium, the second most expensive stadium in the world right now, At I believe it was valued at $1.9 billion to build it. Uh, It's beautiful. It's just absolutely beautiful. It's this uh, black spaceship in the middle of the Vegas desert, and uh, man, that was a cool environment. Full house too, right? Mm-hmm. Sold yeah. out. I, I'm. Have you had a chance to make it down there yet? No, I've I've seen. I've physically seen it, but I haven't been in it. It was. Uh, it's an experience for sure. I definitely recommend it. Um, and it was just a. It was a cool atmosphere as well. Um, BYU Notre Dame, pretty decent game as well. Definitely worth getting if you can get in the building. I would definitely take advantage of that if at all possible. They don't light the torch for. Uh, non Raiders games for the record, just in case anybody was curious about that. But yeah, $1.9 billion on a stadium, you know, I do, I do believe that the uh, largest attendance in that stadium was a soccer game. We'll have to Interesting. look that one up. I uh, think it was a Mexico U S soccer game. It was a sellout Saturday with, you know, close to 63,000. I believe it's 62,000 in the standing room. So okay. whatever you add there, but that's all I got as far as that goes. This week in the Nevada, northern Nevada prep scene, got quite a bit to look at. Of course, put a big old circle exclamation point on Friday night. Carson Douglas football, another installment of the rivalry, which has been, of course, in play since 1923. Ooh. That is going to be a good one. I'm trying to think of how many times I've heard about last year's game since last year's game because it's a lot and it ended with a walk-off field goal if you will from isaac avina he hit a 20 yarder as time expired in minden as well so they did it on douglas's field douglas went for two with about four and a half minutes left and went up 15 14 gutsy call there but carson was able to march it back down and use up the rest of the clock right before Avina hit the game winner. Of course, this year's game is in Carson, so Douglas will look to get revenge, of course, on their rivals field, and uh, I have a feeling we're in for another doozy. Of, of uh, I, I think I think right around that score range is probably pretty, pretty likely, and, uh, you know, I, I'm not even going to guess who I think is going to win. <laughs> that, that's just a foolish... A foolish thing to try to do. I refuse to, to give any team bulletin board material. It's, predictions are are not my uh, it's not my business. Oh. I don't I don't particularly care for them because uh, <laughs> if you're right, nobody remembers, and if you're wrong, everybody remembers. Yeah, there's lots <laughs> of prep going on for this game. Both teams are talking, and not really. I I can't say talking smack, but they are definitely. Oh, I'm sure they are focused on what they need to take care of, and uh, I know that the uh, Douglas kids. <laughs> didn't completely appreciate the way Carson recovered, I'll say, the trophy last year. So. Or celebrated on yeah, the, on the yeah, field. Yeah, yeah. So I was, I was a little 
stick the knife in and twist it a little mm-hmm. bit. It'll be it'll be interesting for sure. Uh, it seems like both teams are pretty healthy. Douglas obviously gets a bye last week, uh, while as Carson lost seventy seven to twenty eight to Bishop Minogue, but they did finish strong against uh, the Miners. And from talking to Carson head coach Ryan Beauchard Monday, he hopes that they can kind of bring that intensity that they finished with from that game into Friday's game. And I, you know, expect nothing less. I don't think anybody's going to come out flat necessarily because yeah. that's just a game that kids get up for. And I mean, they well, know what it means. Yeah. Well, and, and some of the seniors, this will be the last game that they ever play in. Mm-hmm. And that's, I've been on campus and they're talking about it. You know, I, well, I have one game left in my, my career and like, well, you better make it count. Yeah, well, bundle it all up and then add in the fact that the winner is likely going to the playoffs and the loser isn't. So yeah. you can add an extra an extra layer to this onion, if you will, of uh, of rivalry. Winner will likely play Minogue in the uh, first round of the Class 5A regional football playoffs there with the Miners likely being the one seed. Winner of this will basically get the eight seed. I'm, I don't think there's any way that it could it could flip. I could be wrong there, but um, just because Douglas does play Spanish Springs and Carson is out of league with a newly scheduled game against Fernley uh, for that last week of the season. I still don't like the fact that Carson and Douglas is not the final game of the season, but I'm, I'm not going to sit here and whine about that too much because I think I have before. Anyways. The I, NIA is listening to us, of course. Always, always. And... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we've already seen some installments of this rivalry in other sports so far this year. Now, obviously, we got it started with with volleyball, and then girls' soccer met twice in about eight days and uh, split that series with Carson girls winning it for the first time since 2016 um, with a 4-0 win at Douglas as well. Um, got to say that they didn't necessarily need the fourth goal, but Addie Morgan just hit a beautiful shot up into the top right corner uh, to cap that one. That game recap is is online as well. I know that was a little while back now. But, yeah, anything in particular you think uh, will be be the difference come uh, Friday? I, I think the biggest thing for me is got to be how Carson's offense, A, plays in and of itself, and B, what they – Obviously, Parker's story, I think, is going to be going to be back there at under center. But if there's any sort of changes around that or what kind of wrinkles they're going to add on offense in order to get him out into space because he is so quick. Uh, I, I have to assume that there's something that we haven't seen. Um, these teams watch so much film. And, I mean, they know, you know, if you're going to blow your nose, when and on what yard line and how much tissue you're going to use. So <laughs> I'm guessing there's going to be something we haven't seen or somebody's just going to play out of their mind and, you know, take the, take the moment in and make it their game. And that's, that's what makes, I mean, we always talk about it cause it's a very deep rivalry, but somebody stepping up is, I think is going to be, you know, it, there are kids on both sides of the ball that could change the game um, on both teams. So it's it's hopefully we get to capture that. Yeah, and uh, 
if there's any game where a team's going to break out more trick plays than usual, it'll be this one. Yeah. It's, oh, for sure. Oh, give me all the wrinkles. Uh, that'll be that'll be a good one. Set for Friday night at 7. Of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Carter Eckel, E-C-K-L, if you are unable to make it that game but are looking for uh, live updates. Obviously, that one will be broadcasted on NFHS Network. But uh, you and I both know that you're probably better off following me on Twitter than you are trying to watch <laughs> anything on the NFHS network. That is not anything to boost my own ego. That is more of a knock on the NFHS network because it is hard to watch some stuff on that. Not It just, it just the skips. Is bad. It skips too much. It, I always, always have issues, but I won't whine about that too much now. We'll be there live, so it's... <laughs> we we will. Taking a look around the region a little bit here before we wrap up. Carson Girls Soccer up to third place in the Class 5A North. As Jeff mentioned right before we got started, the Senators do have a bit of an edge in games played, which will kind of make things interesting to see how it plays out because they are in third place. However, fourth place Galena, who they just beat, is two points behind them, but has also played one le- one more game than 9-11. No, one less game, excuse me. Sorry, I had, had a, a brain fart there. Douglas has also played three less games, and they are three points back of Carson. But, of course, Carson has... They've already played their two games against each other. So it'll be interesting to see how these this girls' Class 5A North region shakes out. <laughs> the top six seeds are all within eight points of each other. Yeah, so it could get really close. real interesting real fast. They're, and we were talking about this last week. On the, I'm going to talk about the boys' team because mm-hmm. we were talking about you know the difference between a top team and a and a bottom team. The North Valley's game with the Carson High boys, we made the comment of how long can you handle the pressure, and it ended up being 78 minutes in that game. But North Valley's is th- third place. Carson is nine, ninth place. They played 0-0 until, until the clock behind me went to two minutes, and the referee stopped, stopped you know, it stops ticking down mm-hmm. on the scoreboard. Girls is the same. It's, it's crazy how close it is. There's no clear... On the boys' side, there's the hugging, hugging sparks, or they're in a class of their yeah. own. But uh, the rest of them, it's so close. And just, you know, a win here or there, a tie here or there. Um, the boys tied last night, I guess, on the road. Mm-hmm. So, Against Wooster. Yeah. And that's typically always a, a really tough game as well. So interesting stuff going on in soccer. Yeah, definitely. And definitely worth checking in on uh, those boys 5A standings here next week for you guys as well. In volleyball, Carson sits kind of by themselves in fourth right now. Uh, Bishop Minogue has already clinched a playoff spot. They are 10-1 and one in league. Reno and Spanish Springs are both 8-2. and two. Carson 6-5. and five. And then Damani Ranch, Douglas, and Galena fighting for two playoff spots out of the three of them. Damani Ranch is at 4-6 and six, and Douglas and Galena are both at 4 and 7. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Douglas has got matchups still against Carson, Minogue, and another one against Galena as well as McQueen, who's down there in 8th at 2-8. and eight. Carson will go to, uh, to Damani Ranch as well as McQueen, Reed, and 
like I said, Douglas as well. So we still have one more meeting between uh, Carson and Douglas on the volleyball side of things. Otherwise, we've got girls regional golf and regional tennis underway. Monday, the Douglas High girls knocked off McQueen 11-7 with a little bit of an upset there. Douglas was at McQueen. They were the five seed to the Lancers four seed. They will now go to Reno for a uh, regional semifinal match Wednesday at 3 p.m. Carson had a home contest against Galena, but the Grizzlies knocked out the Senators 12-6, so they will move on to take on Bishop Minogue. There still is the singles and doubles regional tournament coming up next week, so neither season is over yet for both teams, but the Douglas girls are the last team of the four remaining still in the team side of things. So good result there. Fortunately, there are no uh, actual in-depth results of match details online yet. So those did not make the paper, but I will get those in for the weekend, assuming that is all up to date there. Girls golf regionals start today on the 5A side. They are at Dayton Valley for the first round, and then they will go to Eagle Valley West for the second round of play tomorrow. A little interesting that they go to two different courses for the regional tournament. I'm not sure I've seen that yet since I've been out here covering stuff. Uh, I know for a fact that at least last year's regional championships for both boys and girls were at the same place for the two rounds. So interesting that they get some diversity there. Um, and those back-to-back days. Those are back-to-back days. Oh. And I just from personal experience, Dayton Valley and Eagle Valley West, two very different golf courses. Oh. Um, both both tough in their own respects, but a lot more water on, on Dayton and uh, a lot more just kind of open space at, at Eagle Valley West. So it would be interesting to see how that shakes out. There's a number of favorites around the North that could potentially take home a regional title there. I think it's a little more up for grabs than it has been in years past. Carson High's uh, Jamie McGee might have a nice shot at it as well. Something to keep an eye out on that. Also should have some artwork in uh, this weekend's paper for regional golf at the same time. Otherwise, that's going to do it for episode 47 here of Behind the Bench. You know, just flipping through our insights before we started with some stats, and we're up to 2,300 plays so far through uh, 46 episodes. So I just want to send a big thank you to everybody who has been with us so far. And, of course, I would like to thank today's title sponsor in DoubleJAutoNV.com. You can find Double J Auto in Gardnerville uh, and, of course, online as well. Um, thank you to my producer, Jeff Mulvahill www.instaimage.com to check out his work and of course nevadapeel.com recordcourier.com to find all those stories that's going to do it for episode 47 be sure to follow our coverage this week as we head into another edition of the rivalry game Friday evening between Carson and Douglas otherwise we will catch you guys next week take it easy